0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-year-old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Today is a very important topic that I think everyone has been guilty of at some point in their lives, and that is spending a lot of time caring about what other people think. And coming from someone who definitely has been guilty of this, COVID was a time where I felt like there was a lot less of this issue taking place. We weren't walking around campus worrying about if I wore something that someone might not perceive as cool, I might get made fun of, or You didn't have to worry about certain people judging you for your opinions because the amount of human interaction that was taking place during this time was few and far between. And that's why it's important to break down why this happens and how we can overcome this struggle. And I'm not saying that caring about what other people think about you is bad, because it's not. As human beings, we naturally want to feel a sense of unity and closeness. What's problematic and what holds us back is choosing to change ourselves and how we live based on the perceived reaction other people are having to us. Let's first look at how caring about what other people think about us is helpful. So have you ever done this where you're writing an essay for class, you go through the editing process on your paper and can't find like any errors whatsoever. And then when you do the peer review, your friend points out all these improvements that you can make that you never even considered because it was your work and you were looking at it from your own lens. This example is true for our own lives because Sometimes it's hard to see the mistakes we are making from our own lens because we have built up an ego for ourselves. We're told by other people, you know, sometimes how great we are, and sometimes it might be difficult to admit someone else is right. But when we mess up and don't realize it, caring about what other people thinks keeps us open minded to the advice they give. A lot of times people say, don't care about what other people think. Well, in this situation, if you don't, sometimes it'll be really hard to correct your mistakes. So, for example, Let's say you've built up the habit of cheating in school. You always heard your siblings talk about their cheating stories and you've seen it become normalized in movies and TV shows. You got people writing the answers to the test on their hand or the desk has legit an entire Shakespearean sonnet that you have to memorize on the left side of it. Whatever it is, when that habit, although bad, becomes normalized, you won't even be able to recognize that it's wrong. But someone who grew up a different way in a different household might see you doing something wrong and bring it up to you. And if you're open-minded and care about what others think to help benefit you, you can start creating better habits. This is just like taking the edits on your paper you wrote from a different set of eyes and making those changes to it. As a result, your papers improve just like your behavior is when you learn from cheating. Now, let's move on to the part that holds ourselves back. And that is, again, choosing to hold ourselves back based on a fear of what other people think of us. For me, I could think of many different times where this has happened and everyone could find some if they looked hard enough. There's this idea around social media that everything needs to seem okay, and that you're doing well. And there were times where something pissed me off or something I struggled with where I felt I could help others. And social media could have been a perfect outlet to help those people. And that's the best way to learn. Better to learn from other people's mistakes than your own. And when I wanted to maybe post something to help others, but it gave off the idea that maybe my life wasn't so perfect, I would hold back. And what I did there was not allow myself to influence other people and I didn't give them the opportunity to learn from another person's experiences or mistakes. Or there were times where I was interested in a girl and I held back because I was worried about what would happen if I got rejected or how her friend group would treat me. (laughs) It's crazy stuff like that. Or I used to do this, not as much anymore, but I would change the type of person I was around different types of people or different groups of people. Because again, people love feeling a sense of closeness and part of it was not knowing who my type of people was just yet in these situations, but I would be so uncomfortable with who I was because I hadn't really figured that out yet that I would change my personality according to that. So if you're around kids that curse a lot, (laughs) I'd be cursing my ass off. If you're around people that might be very business oriented and driven, maybe I'd start using more sophisticated words so I come off as smarter or would it be as laid back as I usually am? Another one might be drinking at a party. This is a big one, especially early on in college. I didn't drink at all in high school, and I struggled with this early, is I thought, well, everyone is drinking, and if I don't, maybe I'll come off as less cool than the rest of the group, or they won't accept me for who I am because this is what's normal in college. Now, all these examples have one very important idea. Not every example out there of caring about what other people think, but these examples, and that is, These are all perceptions, not actually people saying anything to try and hold you back. So if I post this on social media, a person might judge me. I wasn't saying to someone, I'm going to post this on social media, and they were saying, no, you can't do that. Social media is not like that. Or I wasn't going up to a friend of mine and saying, I'm interested in this girl and them saying, what are you kidding? I was perceiving that that's how her and her friends are going to respond. Or when I was with a different friend group, Did anyone say to me that I have to act a specific way, otherwise I won't be accepted? No. I just imagined because my way of acting was not anywhere near who they were, that this was the response I would ultimately get. And then with partying. Rarely, people are going up to you saying you have to drink. You're not accepted if you don't at a party. If they are, that's a serious problem. They might joke and say, ah, come on, get hammered with us. But... If you say you're not in the mood, they usually are chill with it. I rarely run into an experience where people have been serious about you having to drink one night. Usually it's us just feeling very exposed because everyone else is drunk and we're anticipating how they're gonna react. But when you're drunk and I'm speaking hypothetically, the last person you're thinking about or the last thing I would imagine is criticizing a person who might be taking a night off. You're just focused on having a good time. So it's crazy how much of your life can be dictated on perception. Even messages through text or social media. We start building up these crazy ideas of what a certain message means. I've never seen an exclamation point or four whys at the end of, hey, I have so much power over a person. And I'm guilty of it too. And Sometimes we might choose to hold back and say, oh, they might not be interested in hanging out or they're mad at me. And then we hold off on building the relationship when in actuality, they weren't mad at all. So a lot of this is perception, and that's sometimes tougher to accept knowing that your choices are being dictated off of perception rather than someone literally trying to hold you back in your life. Situations like this include someone telling you that what you're passionate about is stupid and you must go on another career path or someone who might be telling you that this person isn't right for you, but you're very happy with them or being told by someone that you'll never amount to anything based on previous experiences or limitations that are in your family. That is seeking people's approval and acceptance based on their words, not perceived words. And making changes based on this advice is a lot different than making changes based on the cheating example before. Because these people are trying to take away a positive quality from you, whereas those individuals are trying to add a positive quality to you. I sometimes think about how much of our decisions are based on other people and what it would look like if we simply didn't care about the ones who negatively impacted us. Your world can look a lot different (laughs) and this is in no way something that you should be getting down on yourself for at all because everyone makes decisions based on what other people think about them good or bad and some more than others but people do this and some people live unbelievable lives but these flaws are sometimes present but what i need to do more and i'll be honest i don't do this much but it helps when i do is reflect on the people whose opinions i cared about over my life and a lot of them aren't in my life anymore The kids in high school that seemed to have it all that I would feel inferior towards and change how I acted. I look back and I'm like, why did I do that? Times where I was around them and was the quiet kid and felt so inferior to them because they would seem to have the school at their fingertips when I was the quiet one, minding his own business. And by realizing that we can look at our relationships now and in a moment where we're caring about what a person thinks, who's trying to hold us back, consider this, will they be an important part of my life in a year? Two years? Maybe five years? And knowing that, usually the answer is no, it helps so much. But also flip the script. Think about times where you're criticizing what other people are doing or looking at them hyper focused on what they're doing. It's not often (laughs) because we're spending so much time thinking about what we're doing and focusing on critiquing ourselves for other people. So how can you use this? Know that human beings, although very different, have similar patterns. So if you're spending a lot of time thinking about what you're doing, chances are people are thinking about what they're doing and are hyper-focused on critiquing themselves based on the perception that you're judging them. So people aren't thinking about you, they're thinking about what you're thinking about them. And that is such a relief knowing, and it's not always easy. This is known as like the spotlight effect in psychology, where all eyes seem to be on us, but in reality they're not. So now, as we finish up here, again, this is something that I struggle with every day. There are mornings where I wake up and start with self-talk that's not benefiting me, but it's built up because of my caring about what other people think. What you have to do is give yourself credit. No matter how much you care about what someone thinks, there've definitely been times where you've chosen to be yourself when you might not have. It might be hard to remember because there's this negativity bias that sometimes comes up, but always remind yourself of that. And just to sum up, it's all about choosing to be yourself and not caring about others judging you with the intention of holding you back, but being open to the advice that people who have your best interest at heart have for you. So that's all we have for today. Hope you guys enjoyed today's talk. If you wanna reach me, feel free to go to 19-year-old-trink-podcast on Instagram or reach my personal page as well, which is WJG23. But hope you guys have a great rest of your day and take care.